How much is enough? Over this past week, our nearly two-year-old daughter had her first truly interactive experience with the ocean. During our beach vacation, she enjoyed a number of little toys that she brought with her. She's got a play set of a little bucket, some shovels, a sand sifter, all those things you really need to get in to the water and sand at the beach. But the thing that she liked best was this little plastic watering can. Completely unbidden, once we were down at the beach, she took her watering can, ran out into the ocean, filled it up, ran back up to the dry sand, and poured it all out, and continued to do so. My wife and I stood there in the surf, wondering if our little daughter had taken it upon herself to empty the entire ocean. How much is enough? Well, as it turns out, about five minutes or so, and then she got distracted and decided to stand there and yell stop at the waves as they came in (laughs) and giggled as the ocean refused to listen to her command. I'm a little bit different. My favorite toy while we were on our vacation was the lazy river at the place where we were staying. Rather than running around at the beach, all I needed to do was sit in my inner tube and float around in languid loops as the current pushed me along. As I drifted there underneath the beautiful sunlit sky, seeing the plants there besides the river and hearing the waves lap against the inner tube, I kind of lost count of how many laps I was doing. How much would be enough? Well, as long as the weather held out and my sunscreen, SPF 50 plus, kept working, I didn't care. How much is enough? Today we hear God's word through James, Jesus' brother and an important figure in the Jerusalem church. And today in his letter to early Christians, James brings up the connection between faith and works, a connection which continues to concern Christians to this very day. Lutheran Christians in particular have a historically muddled position, wondering what it is that James is saying when he says, so faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. Because Galatians 2.16 says, yet we know that a person is not justified by works of the law, but by faith through Christ. So we also have believed in Christ Jesus in order to be justified by faith in Christ and not by works of the law, because by works of the law, no one will be justified. But before we dive into that apparent conflict, let's first look at faith. Where is it found? Is your faith in your head? And it might seem like that sometimes, especially if faith is what you believe to be true. A bunch of facts or doctrines which inform your understanding of the world. Christian faith speaks to who the triune God is, what he has done for his broken creation. Is it enough to know that Jesus is the Son of God, that he came into his creation to be its Savior? If you're of the intellectual type, I can see how faith can look like it is all in your head. But keep reading on in verse 19, right after where our reading for today stops, and see that James writes, even the demons believe and shudder. 
you'll see that just knowing who Jesus is is not the sum total of faith. So is your faith in your heart? Faith does change your relationships both with God and with the people around you. The faith that comes through Christ gives you a different view of God, a different view of your neighbor, allowing you to see them with eyes of love. Faith shapes how you interact with others, turning your positions from those of cold self-interest into attitudes of compassion and caring. Faith offers the assurance of a restored standing before your creator. It supports you through hard times. It builds you up and strengthens you to face the challenges of life and everything that this world will continue to throw at you. But if your faith is just in your heart and disconnected from practical application, what's the point of it? As James asks in verses 15 and 16, if a brother or sister is poorly clothed and lacking in daily food, and one of you says to them, go in peace, be warmed and filled, without giving them the things needed for the body, what good is that? Is your faith then in your hands? A number of people have said that James' message here points us to works of service as the measuring stick for your standing before God. Being Christian manifests itself in so-called Christian living, a manner of life that demonstrates faith through acts of kindness and care for your neighbor. Through your hands, the works that you do as a Christian both bear witness to God's love and they deliver that love to your neighbor, to the people around you whom you serve. Going to worship each week, caring for those in need, feeding the hungry, welcoming the guest and showing hospitality, these are works, such deeds that have a substance of faith that's grounded in works but we might be getting a little bit ahead of ourselves here. I mean, after all, what is faith? If you had to describe faith to someone, especially someone who does not yet know Jesus, how would you do it? Instead of looking to where your faith is found, look instead to from where it comes. Faith. Christian faith is a gift of the Holy Spirit. God gives faith, and it is more than something that your head, your heart, or your hands could hope to hold. It's not just what you and I believe about Jesus. It's also the living and active ability to believe. Faith in Christ as Savior is not something that you can come to on your own since we are born spiritually dead in our sin. We are born as enemies of God. And that's the amazing thing about faith. God reaches down to us who are born his enemies. He turns us around from our self-focused, our self-glorifying, our self-destructive path. And he brings us back to him. 
The Spirit's gift of faith is what lets the Christian cling to God's promises, seeing the cross as a sign of forgiveness, as a sign of hope. In the same way, the works that we hear about in James' letter today aren't merely things that you do on your own. If you were with us this summer as a congregation exploring life together as we read through St. Paul's letter to the Ephesians, you will have heard Ephesians 2 verse 10. For we are God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Good works. Works like those to which James points us today are indeed acts of service which demonstrate God's love for the people around us. But they're not anything that you can do on your own. Works of faith don't say, look at me and how great I am before God. Instead, they proclaim, look how great and loving God is. He is loving you through me. Faith naturally produces works. When a fruit tree is fed and watered and tended, it bears fruit. That's just what it does. In the same way, the faith that God gives motivates your actions and your attitudes. It prompts you to walk in the works that God has prepared for you. And like the fruit tree, If you are not bearing the fruit of the Spirit who feeds you, who waters you, who tends you, something's wrong. If you take an honest look at your life, how is your faith showing through your works? How much is enough? Do your works need to drain the ocean in order to be right with God? Certainly not. You can never do enough good works in order to be brought into a right relationship with God, especially if they are not truly your works in the first place. As we heard in verse 10, for whoever keeps the whole law but fails in one point has become accountable for all of it. You're made right with God solely by God's grace. For the Christian, Christ is our confidence and him alone. He has done all the work that ever would be needed in order to bring you back into that relationship with your creator. And when Jesus said on the cross, it is finished, he meant it. So can you just rest in your faith then, drifting along through life without any thought of good works? Again, No. Christian faith moves you to love and serve your neighbor as yourself. Faith justifies. Good works serve your neighbor. So where's your faith? In your head? In your heart? In your hands? Well, faith from God is in all three binding head, heart, and hands together to make his people whole. 
You and I are connected to Christ through the Spirit's gift of faith, faith which moves us to works of service. And as we gather week after week, we are fed and nurtured by God's word and sacrament. He builds us up, strengthening head, heart, and hand in fervent love toward God and fervent love and service toward one another. We Christians are guided by what we believe into relationships that live out God's love for us through caring acts of service. The faith that God gives works. And that is enough. Amen.